At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Good morning, everybody. VEASAN Morning Daily Bets is live for your Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. I'm Ben Wilson with a look at some of the top games tonight in both the NBA and college basketball card. Really good slate and a couple of unique situational spots we have in the NBA card. So let's dive right in, see where the market is going, what bets the general public is making, and as well as some of the respected groups out there. And we can try to find some action for you and some good bets to make as far as the marquee games on the NBA and College Hoops card for this Wednesday. And we get a a series that seems like has been played out a ton already this year, and it has. Milwaukee and Indiana, two teams now who have grown into this budding rivalry. It's already the fifth time uh, these two teams faced this year. It's the fourth and final time as far as the season series. Teams also had that that additional game in Las Vegas at the in-season tournament. And we just saw the two teams match up on New Year's Day. Indiana went into Milwaukee and had a big upset win, 122-113 to 113 in a game that stayed under a total of 262 market-wide. Bucks open in this game two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road now as we go back to Indiana and have gotten some early support in the betting market, up to three-point favorites now market-wide. I want to talk about the total, though, because we're from 258-and-a-half here on the opener. These two teams consistently have been Two of the fastest tempo, best offensive groups in the league. Indiana, the best over team in the NBA. And these totals continue to get jacked higher and higher and higher. Maybe we finally found the resistance point on New Year's Day where that thing got up to 262. It was all over money coming in. And despite the fast pace, despite the great offenses and shoddy defenses on both sides, this is turning into a really physical series and a physical rivalry despite the fast pace. And you saw that play out. On New Year's Day, we have some you know, some isolated incidents too to support that. Where you had the you know, the game ball gate after Giannis Antetokounmpo had a historic game setting the Bucks single single game point record, and the Pacers stole the game ball uh, for reasons that are still somewhat unexplained. And it was sort of a bizarre thing. Uh, you've, there's been taunts, there's been banter back and forth, shots taken in press conferences here, and so it's really had to feel more of a playoff type matchup. Keep in mind for Indiana, I mean, they, there had been absolute ownage in this series for the past couple of years. Bucks heading into this season had won 11 of the last 12 meetings. If you go back to uh, really since, uh, since the season resumed coming out of the COVID year back in the 2020-21 season. So uh, there had been a 10-game winning streak for the Bucks, 11 of 12, and now the Pacers have won three of four. 
And we talked about this the last time they had matched up. If you go back to December, how I really felt like in general, Indiana matched up well because of the Bucks' inability uh, to guard the point guards in general and how it set up very nicely for Tyrese Halliburton. But you know, more so going forward here, you expect the adjustment adjustments to be made and a slightly, I would say, lower scoring affair. We have seen that. You know, it's interesting how the market adjusted. Odds makers set this about four points, uh, three and a half, four points lower than the closing total on New Year's Day. And while I'm sure a lot of betters are going, okay, well, these two teams are just auto over teams. You're getting a you know five point discount now after the early movement uh, to the over. It should tell you something that the respected money is coming to the under here. So let's look under 257 and a half in Milwaukee and Indiana. I expect this to be a for as fast paced as these two teams are. It to be a, a chippy playoff atmosphere type game with a raucous crowd there in Indianapolis. Really fun matchup here. One of the marquee games, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Bucks and Pacers look under there, 257 and a half with the Bucks, a three-point consensus favorite. We also have another unique situational spot. It is the second game of a back-to-back for the Memphis Grizzlies as they're hosting the Toronto Raptors. And it's, uh, it's worth discussing here what the actual numbers and the data says about the return of John Morant, superstar for the Memphis Grizzlies after serving the 25-game suspension to start the year. This is a really fun matchup on paper. You have uh, Toronto, who's played a ton of close games recently. Last three games have all been decided by a single possession. And uh, the Raptors are its they are one of those feisty teams. They're not going to make any noise. They're 12th uh, right now in the Eastern Conference standings. Just traded out OG Ananobi away to the New York Knicks. But it's it's funny. It's a, a situation where a lot of people look at Toronto and go, all right, blah team, not really uh, worth betting on yet. The numbers say otherwise. Raptors over the last eight games or so have actually been playing pretty good ball. 11th in net rating overall. Offense has been uh, has been very, very respectable. 13th on offense, 14th in defensive rating. And they do have the rest advantage here coming up against a Memphis team who is fresh off a win over San Antonio, second leg of a back-to-back. Grizzlies open two-and-a-half-point favorites, but we've seen the money come in on Toronto here, which I think might surprise a lot of casual bettors because Memphis with John Morant back in the lineup, 5-3. and three. And look, the three losses were to good teams, losing on the road at Denver, at the Clippers. And so some good competition here since Morant came back in for the Memphis Grizzlies. However, numbers point a different story. It's kind of interesting when you look at this. Grizzlies, 28th in offensive rating out of the 30 teams in the NBA since Morant came back. 25th in overall net rating. And some of that, you know, it makes sense. If you just took away the records and and you've, you kind of thought about the narrative here of a guy who didn't play the first 25 games, it would make sense that there would need, need to be a little bit of time to get some cohesion here for a Memphis offense that was totally bereft of, of any real weapons without Morant on the floor, struggling with some injuries too early on in the season. And so what, uh, what really has stuck out to me here is that, while well, I think some people might say, okay, well, second leg of a back-to-back, but Memphis is home, playing much better since Morant came back into the fold. You know, they can't really be taking second legs of back-to-backs off because the Grizzlies are uh, certainly got off to the horrible start. We're in a big hole. I uh, sit 11-22, and 22, 13th in the West. So they, they certainly need, they, they can't be uh, saying, okay, second leg of a back-to-back, we'll just rest some of our key starters. They need these games to have any shot of working their way back into the playoff picture. But the, the numbers and the data do tell a different story that this 5-3 and three stretch is not really all that it's being made out to be. I mean, you're talking about net ratings in line you know, with a Brooklyn Nets team that's just been horrible, two and six the last eight. Now, only only worst teams are the Pistons, Spurs, Hornets, and the aforementioned Nets in that eight game span. 
uh, who are, and I should also add the Washington Wizards, all teams either two and six or one and seven in the last eight games and viewed as dregs of the NBA right now. So just worth keeping in mind before you go blindly say, all right, Memphis is in a got to have its spot and, and they'll still certainly uh, get a win here, especially getting a reduced number because it's a back-to-back and a second leg there for Memphis. I'd actually look the other way. Look for the Toronto Raptors, the early respected money in the overnight markets coming to Toronto plus one and a half is the consensus number market wide. And finally, to wrap things up here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, let's take a look at one of the uh, most intriguing games in the college basketball card for tonight. Good one in the ACC. We're now in the conference play here across the board, and it is the Clemson Tigers. They've been uh, one of the great stories of the early college basketball season. Their head coach, Brad Brown, now 11-1 so far, now top 20 in the Ken Pomeroy National Ratings. On the road against one of the Cinderella's from last year's NCAA tournament, the Miami Hurricanes, who come in at 10-2, and two, also 1-0 in the ACC, and head coach Jim Laranega. This open Clemson minus 2.5 on the road, but we are seeing that early money come in on the home dog Miami from 2.5-point dogs, now down to 1 pretty much everywhere. There's a couple of stray 1.5 still out there, but this has all the early signs of potentially flipping here, getting maybe to pick them or Miami as a short favorite. And you look at things on paper and you go, all right, as Clemson team, I mean, they've been absolutely amazing so far. Only loss was by two on the road at Memphis, but they went to Alabama. Outright eight-point road win at the Crimson Tide. Went to Pitt one-handedly by nine on the road. Uh, smashed uh, both South Carolina and TCU in the non-con, as well as Boise State. So you're looking at a record so far here of a five and one in the non-con against a top 65 Ken Pomeroy team. So a team that's been battle-tested already. Really, really good senior leader in P.J. Hall. has been one of the best players in the country. The guy's an absolute dude. Hits, hits about 65% of his two-point make. So <laughs> you go, all right, why is the money coming in on Miami? A team who, just like last year, uh, very, very good on offense. One of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, but have been miserable on the defensive end. 123rd now in Ken Pomeroy adjusted defense. And in their two losses against two top 25 teams, Kentucky, and Colorado, they've given up 95 and 90 points, respectively. So, again, you ask yourself, all right, where is this market support coming from Miami? And this is where we get into kind of the fascinating part of the college basketball season where you get a lot of matchups like these where on paper you go, okay, one team should probably be favored by more. Clemson, at least, you know, Ken Pomeroy data says they're about they're about three points better, even on the road, going to Miami. who has been a pretty good home team and undefeated on home on their home court so far this year down in Coral Gables. But it's sort of that situational spot where you know Miami's going to be very, very motivated in a matchup like this against a Clemson team who, well, I mean, has a, a tremendous amount of D1 experience, but you know, just as a team with success, you know, this is a group that really has, has fallen short of expectations. Hasn't made the NCAA tournament since 2021 and has not won a tournament game under head coach Brad Brownell since 2018. So, you know, this appears to be by far the best team Brown Ellis had since that 2018 group when they were a five seed, made it to the Sweet 16. And outside of that, that was the only year under Brown Ellis. He's been there since 2011 that he got this group past round one of the NCAA tournament. So you know, this is one of those games where it's like early in the ACC slate. Uh, you have a team who's kind of got the target now on their backs in Clemson. Tough environment going on the road to Miami. Keep in mind, you know, these these busy weeks, especially in conferences like the ACC now admittedly ACC not as deep as it has traditionally been but you can some you can sometimes get these pockets where you get like the Wednesday so in the ACC they do a lot of Wednesday Saturday games 
and you can have these back-to-backs where it is really, really tough, and you've got you know a couple of marquee games. Clemson at, on Saturday has a huge game at home against North Carolina, which should be a, an amazing environment at the Little John Coliseum as Clemson looks for a signature win. So it's one of those situational spots where I have to give Miami the edge here. The one thing I'd also say is that you know Miami, while they're, they've struggled on the defensive end, it's a team that is actually really good defending the three. They just struggle everywhere else. Uh, Miami, you know, they, they do a good job of not fouling, do a good job of closing out on threes. They're just abysmal at that two-point field goal range. So DJ Hall should have a huge game for Clemson regardless of the result. Uh, but keep in mind here that Clemson is a team that you know, they do rely on a lot of threes on the season. About 40% of their field goal attempts come from three-point range. They are 11th in three-point shooting on the season as a team. So that's really what this comes down to. You know Hall is going to get his for Clemson. Uh, what can Miami do defensively to slow him down with some of the bigger bodies in the paint that Miami uh, has to offer? It's certainly not the, you know, the biggest team by any means, but with Norchad Ramir, Matthew Cleveland, a couple of guys who are really versatile, have led the way as far as usage this year. I, I do like Miami's chances. A nice situational spot here for the Hurricanes to get a win as a short home dog at back them here, uh, catching one on this overnight line. Best of luck with all your bets for Wednesday. Josh Abalam will be back with you on the Thursday edition of VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.